live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Softball. Brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter, and Prime Auto Service, 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue. Now to the broadcast booth, here's your announcer, Mike Boyer. And good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Exeter Junior High School on the ladies' softball field here behind the Exeter Junior High School. We've got a good one on tack for us today as the Eagles host the Mules of Muhlenberg. Coach Kastner and his girls come in first place here in Berks County in Berks 1 and third in District 3 rankings right now as they head into the last two weeks of the season. Muhlenberg comes in struggling at 1-9, and nine, and the Eagles will look to add on to those losses today, uh, trying to get their 12th win of the season for Exeter. Uh, we are finishing up senior day activities as we had four seniors recognized here at Exeter today. The catcher, Taylor Knob, uh, the second baseman, uh, Kayara Almeida, the uh, shortstop, Haley Spiker, and the center fielder, Taylor Mensner. So finishing up senior day here for our four seniors as they're taking pictures out in shallow center field. And uh, we'll be ready for action here between the Exeter Eagles and the Muhlenberg Mules. Shortly, we're going to step away here and come back, talk a little bit about playoffs and districts uh, before this game starts. But we're going to take a short break here and uh, bring you back for live action here from Exeter Softball. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shock get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And welcome back here to Exeter Junior High School for today's Burks won matchup between the Exeter Eagles and the Mules of Muhlenberg. I am joined by our producer and my friend Jerry Geloff. Jerry, we talked about this a little bit. Exeter comes in 11-4 in the season in first place in Burks won, ranked third in District 3 right now in 5A. They take on a team that's struggling in Muhlenberg. Muhlenberg's a team that gives up 17, over 17 runs a game while they score less than three runs a game. Uh, certainly a, an advantageous matchup here for the Eagles. One would think, and uh, what we have, I guess, is a game of the haves and the have-nots. Uh, who's to say if what Muhlenberg's issue was? Were they beset by injuries? That I don't know. Okay. I, I know they, they, they've been traditionally not a very high-powerful team in the county where Exeter has been a, a county contender, uh, you know, probably 
six, seven, eight years now mm-hmm. um, through various coaches and stuff like that, the, the elementary program, through the junior high program, to the high school program. And Exeter's done a very good job in developing these young ladies to be uh, not just, you know, perennial county possible champions, but also moving into districts and things like that. And that's the way you've got to do it, right, Mike? I mean, we're dealing with right now uh, here in Exeter a lot of talk about how uh, townships not supporting youth teams. Well, I, I think in, in, in certain aspects you see that, but you can certainly see the support here as the fans have lined oh, up yeah. here around the field. We're going to step away here for the national anthem and it snuck up on us here. back after that rendition of the National Anthem as both teams have lined the field here. You know, Jerry, you talk about support and things like that. I, I think the thing that is troubling for some or for not for others is I think people always put a dollar value on what it costs to do some things, and I don't know if there is a dollar value for what these young ladies and the young men who participate in sports and other sports or in band or in the theater with our musicals, I don't think you can put a dollar value on the, the amount of experience and the life lessons they learn from those those type of activities. And I think sometimes we find that people want to put a dollar value on it and everything has to line up on a balance sheet properly and it just doesn't. And, and I, you, can't, you can't put a price tag on the experience these young ladies are having, whether on the softball team or, or the basketball team or track or cross country or, or the young men in those sports as well. Well, Mike, you know, I'm generally, I, I am very honest about this and saying that I'm generally one of those guys who's looking for that balance sheet, who's looking for the dollar value. But at the same time, there are ways that we can leverage what is going on in our community to make these things happen, to fund these things. And if, you know, maybe if we could bring the community at large into this we could make a big difference. Well, I think it's a great point. If you can, if you can get people involved and interested, I, I think some of the problem is that, that we have people in positions that have been so set in their ways for many years that they're anti things right away. Yeah. They don't give an opportunity. Uh, again, I know right now there's some controversy going on about local uh, youth organizations and the township supervisors, but when you send back saying, hey, you know, where do you think you are, Russia? I don't think that opens up positive dialogue <laughs> you heard for people. That, eh? I did. I don't think it opens up positive dialogue for anyone. And again, who are we holding back at the end? At the bottom line, who are we holding back? We're holding back our youth. And again, I think that's the issue because people have such egos and stuff like that. But 
let's not focus that today. We got the girls out here for introductions and for starting lineups as uh, our three players are out there right now. Uh, Spiker, Menser, and Knob at home plate with Coach Kasner as they go over ground rules here. Uh, Jerry, one thing we can talk about, though, is we actually got a nice day. For once, and we're, we're not freezing. We're not getting pelted with rain. We're not getting pelted with hail. I'm not laying across the table trying to hold down all of our paperwork and our sheets and our stats and the book and everything else. And so, here's um, nice and steady. It is. So we got a very nice crowd here uh, at the Extra Girl Softball game. We've got the JV players right here or the junior high players right here uh, watching what they hope to be their future. Uh, I see the junior high coach, Coach Bill Wisniewski, whose granddaughter actually is Taylor Mensner, the center fielder here. Mm. He's a former head coach here of the girls' softball team. Uh, his daughter, as I said before, Jill, is an outstanding player here at Exeter. Um, and you see Coach Eddie Schwank, who is a longtime baseball player here, football player at, at Exeter. Uh, they both have daughters and grandchildren in the program, and, and so it's great to see that support and, and stuff like that. As our girls' high school team is about to take the field, and on the hill for us today is the junior, who's had a great season so far, so far Morgan Erb. And we last saw her ourselves uh, in an outstanding pitching performance against Hamburg where uh, she had, I want to say, nine strikeouts in that event. Oh, I'm sorry, 11 strikeouts against Hamburg. Um, the undefeated Hawks came in here and got shelled by the Eagles 8-0. It was just a great day, and the whole lineup did a great job. So talking about our lineup today, um, you know, in the field for us, we've got Knob behind the plate, uh, Cheyenne Boyles, the freshman at first base, Almeida at second base, Spiker at short, Belonsky at third, Herbs, I said, is pitching in the outfield. We got Mackenzie O'Brien moving from first to left field today. Uh, Taylor Menser in center field, and then Elena Zatorski is in right field. And we'll bat today Spiker, Menser, Zatorski, Knob, Belonsky, Boyles, Herb, O'Brien, and Almeida. For the Mules who come in, as we said, struggling one and nine on the season, uh, they'll bat their center fielder leadoff, uh, Ava Mismer, followed by the shortstop, Leah Wolf. Uh, batting third will be the catcher, Carly LaFlavor. The left fielder bats fourth, Aaron Smith. Kai Cruz, the first baseman, the senior recognized here as part of the pregame ceremonies, will play first base and bat fifth. And uh, Kylie Loacona, the third baseman, will bat sixth. Lily Ray, seventh. Bree uh, Orantes, eight. And then Sammy Noll, the pitcher, will bat nine as we're about to get this game started as Morgan Herb is about to tow the rubber here against Missimer, the center fielder from Muhlenberg. Missimer steps in from the left-handed side as Herb tows the rubber. She's into her wind. There's the first pitch. Strike there at the knees. And first pitch of this game is over for a strike, and we're underway. What did you say about wind, Mike? Did you just hear my papers blowing around? I, I saw you grabbing there. Yes, I saw you. <laughs> so, But the sun's out, so I'm going to take a little a light breeze, we'll say. As there's a ground ball hit off Polanski, picked up by Spiker. She fires across the diamond, not in time. That'll be a base hit for Missimer as that ball caromed off Balonski over to Spiker, but she was not able to throw out the speedy Missimer. And so Muhlenberg has their first hit in their first run run today. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Leah Wolf. Wolf bats from the right side. Muhlenberg in their maize and blue tops and white pants. Um, again, most girls in softball wear the knicker knee-high pants with the full-length socks. So Muhlenberg will have the navy blue socks with the white pants, as I said. The blue jerseys with the maize and yellow numbers and lettering across the front. There goes Missimer from first base. The throw to Spiker. 
They got it at second wow. base. Great throw by Taylor Knob. Great tag by Haley Spiker. And they cut down the leadoff runner here for the first out. And she is out trying to steal second base. Great throw by Taylor Knob as they throw out. Miss him at second base. Yeah, erased that little uh, hiccup that they had there at third with Belonsky. She actually got over to make that play, Mike, but just couldn't corral it. Yeah, ball just ate her up, and, you know, it was a, a tough play right off the bat, right to her, as that second pitch is swung and missed by Wolf, running the count to one and two. But we now have one out on the put out, on the throw out uh, of the first runner here. There's a swing and a miss. Herb has her first strike out of the day as the girls run into the mound and congratulate her. And so right after the, the leadoff single, it's one up, one down, two up, two down as we go to the number three holder here, the catcher, Lefevre. Carly Lefevre wears number seven. She'll bat from the right-handed side as well. I can feel that breeze now picking up, Jerry, a little bit. Feels good, man. There's a fly ball foul off that of play to the right side. And quickly ahead, 0-1 is Morgan Herb. What are we gonna say, Mike? Well, we, we, we still got another ball in place, so we're still good. <laughs> okay, good. We'll see what happens. I, I, I feel bad for her. I don't know if that's junior high girls across down there or what happening, but foul balls might be going down that way today. As the second pitch, Lefevre is high out of the zone. Runs the count to one and one. Mike, I was very happy to see that uh, in the senior night, or senior day, I guess, activities, they also honored the uh, the mules. Yeah, there's three young ladies from Muhlenberg who are seniors today, are, are seniors and being honored today before our senior uh, recognition day here. So very nice gesture by Coach Kasner and his staff and all of uh, Exeter and the Parents Club here. As Morgan blows that pitch right by Lefevre, evening the count at two and two. So we got triple deuces across the board here, two outs, two balls and two strikes. No one on here in the top of the first inning. Herb toaster rubber. She fires ball up out of the zone. That'll run the count full. Three and two here to the Mules catcher, Carly Lefevre. So Lefevre steps back in. Here comes a 3-2 payoff pitch. Herb rocks back in the pitch. Strike three looking. She struck oh, her out right at the knees for the third out this inning. So for the Mules, one hit. No runs, no Runners left on base for the Eagles, no errors. At the end of one half inning, it's Muhlenberg zero. Exeter coming to bat. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. 
The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the Old Inn. It's the Exeter Sports Network. And welcome back as we go to the bottom of the first inning. Uh, Exeter Morganer gave up a leadoff single, an infield single, but that runner, Mismer, is quickly disposed of by Taylor Knob, who threw her out, stealing second base. Uh, so we're back here in the bottom of the first inning. Again, we've got Spiker, Menser, Zatorski, and Knob all coming to the plate here for the Eagles, one through four. And so again, um, senior day here for Exeter. Eagles come in today's game 11-4 in the season, looking to make that 12 and hold on to the first place spot here. Um, again, for Exeter, the rest of the way now, they've got uh, Muhlenberg, then Wilson uh, on Wednesday, Downingtown West on Thursday of this week, and then Daniel Boone on Friday of this week. And then next week, they've got Governor Mifflin. The, the Mustangs right now are 10-5 and five on the season. And again, um, half game behind the Eagles after the Eagles beat them earlier in the season. And so what could be a game that decides first place and first place seeding in Berks County uh, that last game of the season. And it was a very good game too, Mike. I mean, they were down, the girls were down uh, three to one and ended up winning five three. They just uh, they, they, they just took it to them. Yeah, big game, uh, the fifth inning, I think they broke it open and kept on going. And so, um, and again, here's the one girl who gets it started here. Uh, as they stay, say the straw that stirs the drink, it's Haley Spiker. She gets on base, she scores, and she gets on base all the time. So Spiker coming in, hitting over 500 from the left side of the plate this year. Uh, the game we had last week, I believe she was four for four in the game. And again, from that left side, she likes to slap at it, running forward up in the box, trying to slap that ball through the left side. And first pitch to Spiker is a ball. So Noel's second pitch over at the knees, takes the count to one and one. And again, you know, we talk about the number of pitchers most programs have. You can see the difference in, in pitching levels here uh, mm. between Morgan Herb and, and Sammy Noel. Uh, the speed is just completely two different speeds. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure I know Sammy Noel's doing the best she can, but it's almost like a, a BP batting practice pitch coming across. There's a bunt, that'll go fair ball, and there's no way they're gonna get her. And there's a base hit infield single for Haley Spiker to lead this game off. And as I said, you know, as she goes, we go. And I imagine she will not be at first base very long. Yeah, she's got that speed, man. She gets it done. And if they watched the pregame warm-ups at all, I'm not sure that Muhlenberg's catcher has one of those arms that's going to be able to get her. So that'll bring up the senior center fielder. Taylor Menster, she takes the first pitch for a strike. Spiker easily swipes second base. And so she's in scoring position now for Taylor, who took that pitch to give her second base. Down the count, 0-1. And again, Muhlenberg's defense not very deep, and that is going to come back to haunt them throughout this first inning, I would imagine. Oh, there's a fly ball. Shallow left center field. Coming in, making the catch is Smith. She catches it, runs it all the way into the infield. So there's one out and a fly ball to left field. It's like she couldn't stop her momentum, Mike. I think she was trying to scare Spiker back to second base there. I don't know. Okay. And not with the ball, just her presence being so close. That'll bring up the right fielder, Elena Zatorski. 
There goes Spiker to third. Throw goes in the left field, backed up well by the shortstop there, Leah Wolf. But Haley Spiker with her second stolen base already here in the first inning. As the first pitch to Elena was a ball. Like when she got the second, I was going to say, how long till she's on third? Well, it's easy to say that now, Jerry. She's already at third base. Yeah, well, you know what? I kind of I, I had my crystal ball all along going. There's a chance she could steal home. <laughs> <laughs> it's not impossible. 2-0 count here to Elena Zatorski. Oh, she kind of hits a foul ball right side. Not the pitch. So, again, not the type of speed extras used to seeing on the mound here. Uh, our girls have to stay back, keep their hands back, get their foot down and keep their hands back so they can stay loaded because you can see they're way out in front. Mike, uh, that can throw you off as much as anything. It, it certainly can. You know, one of the things we, when you face a slower pitcher, it, it throws your timing way off until you get it down. So you've got to get your foot in the ground. And here comes Spike on the pass ball, and she'll score with no play, and there's the first run today. Mm. So two stolen bases and a pass ball, and Spiker crosses with the first run of the day. So Mike, Jamie Moyer with the Phillies used to kind of confuse people with that slow delivery of his, did he not? He did, uh, but this is almost like seeing like Charlie Huff throw a, a knuckleball all the time. As you can see out in front of it, and she swings through it. We're calling a foul ball there. So here, here's the thing you want to do as a hitter right now. You want to cut the field in half and tell myself, tell yourself, hey, I want to hit the ball hard to the right side, the back side, because it's going to keep the ball, it's going to let the ball travel further so you can get your hands through it. We're trying to jump on this pitch and drive it out to left field. Got to stay back here. Use the back side of the big part of the field, right center field, and hit the ball back that way. And there's ball four to Elena Zatorska. She walks here in first with one out. But again, this speed is so slow that they're out there on their front foot. They've got to pick that foot up, get it down, keep their hands back, keep their weight back. And you try and tell them, keep your, your, your belt buckle right where you start it, and then drive the ball. But again, I would look to drive the ball to right center field here. Let the ball travel a little deeper. And you, and you can see even here with Taylor Knob, out in her front foot a little bit, even though the pitch is high, really got to keep your weight back, keep your hands back. Just kind of looped that one in there. You know, almost in this situation, don't even pick up your front foot. Just keep it in the ground. There's ball too high. And we talk about the records coming in. You, you can see, again, this pitching is not going to be successful over the long haul because once the timing's down, it, it's like hitting the ball for tee. <laughs> Great analogy, Mike. And again, out in front of that was uh, Taylor Knob. So she's even in the count, behind the count here. One and two, I believe. And that take two and one, two and one. First two pitcher balls. Um, yeah, again, hands back, weight back. I'm going to say it a thousand times over. We're getting way out front here. Let the ball travel deep and then hit it hard. There's a line drive. We're going to get a double play here. So line out to shortstop, doubled up at first base is Elena Satorski, and that'll end the first for the Eagles with just one run after the double play lineout to end the first. So for the Eagles, they leave no one on base. They score one on one hit. Um, no errors for the Mules. At the end of one full inning, 
It's Exeter nothing. The mule, uh, Exeter one. The mule's nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here for the start of the top of the second inning as the Mules went 1-2-3 after a leadoff single in the first and then a caught stealing was Missimer, the leadoff center fielder. So that'll get us to the... Top of the second here, one nothing Exeter with the left fielder Aaron Smith up the bat. First pitch to Smith, fastball right by her. So Jerry, looking at, at other sports around Exeter right now, um, BCIA uh, boys individual tennis championships are going on today and Exeter uh, junior Teddy Snyder flight one championship today. Teddy Snyder, our three point sniper from basketball. Yes, absolutely. Sunk uh, that amazing three-pointer against uh, Wilson yep, to yep. win the game. Uh, Cross-court skip pass from Joey Schlaffer. Hit it in the corner to win it, yes. Correct. And there's a ball just off the edge of the plate to Smith. She's behind the count one and two, though. And then in baseball action tonight, um, or right now, uh, extra high school boys are over at Wilson in what is a really must-win game for the Eagles today, I believe, uh, just getting themselves reestablished after a couple tough losses. Let's take a look, see if we can find a score on that. What do you think? That we'll find it or what the score is? Find out if anybody's covering it. I think maybe either Paul Roberts or maybe even uh, Rich Garcella. It's the 1-2 offerings inside corner, strike three. And Herb has her second strikeout looking third of the game. Here's we start the top of the second inning with the strikeout to the left fielder, Aaron Smith. That'll bring up the first baseman, Kai Cruz. Cruz comes in from the right-hand side, wearing number 34 on her back. Herb toes the rubber. Here comes the first pitch, swing and a miss right by her. One good thing Morgan really has going for her now is her first pitch is a strike to every batter so far. No on Scarcella. He's at Hamburg, uh, Burks Catholic. Okay, that's a Section 2 game. There's a line drive, fisted back to the mound, caught by Morgan Herb herself for the second out. And so that'll bring up the third baseman for the Mules, Kylie Loianacona, wearing number 31. 
Loey Alcona plays uh, third base, as I said, for the Mules. Two outs here in the top of the second inning. There's a ball just missed inside. And as soon as I said she was starting everyone out to strike, she throws the ball first. So there you have it. Herb toes the rubber again. There's a fastball right by her. Loyola Kona had no shot at that. That ball was in the catcher's mitt when she started swinging. She might want to step a little bit back in that box, give herself a chance. Oh, there's an off-speed pitch. Got her way out in front of it. Great job of mixing up her pitches. Does Morgan Herb do there? She's ahead one and two. And now Loyola Kona has no idea whether she's getting a fastball or something off-speed here. So... Again, I throw high gas here and see what happens. Herb to the rubber. There's the fastball. Just fouled back and out of play as Loyana Kona stays alive. Count remains one and two. So no no success finding anyone covering the games today, huh? No, nothing. Nobody. All right, I'll see what I can find. There's a fly ball out the right field. That's going to fall for a base hit in front of Zatorski. She fires the first base, but not in time. So the Mules have their second hit. Again, a ball flared in the right center field, shallow right center field. And that'll put one runner on with two outs here, bringing up the right fielder, Lily Ray, for the Mules. Got diverted for a second there, Mike, looking for that stuff. But here we are, two outs. Top of the second. I'm covering for you oh, so I you can look. Appreciate it. Two outs. There's a fastball on the inside corner, 0-2 quickly. I'm going to all of my sources to try and find a, a score uh, for the high school boys game so we can stay updated on that. Herb steps to the rubber, she throws the ball, strike. So the scoreboard was wrong there, Jerry. Did you see that? They had two strikes up there before. Yep. Just one, though. It's now 0 2. So. Herb toes the rubber, throws it right strike past her. Three. She strikes out two again. This thing for a fourth strikeout. Two in the second, two in the first. For the Mules, no runs, one hit, one left on, no errors for the Eagles. We played one and a half here from Exeter. It's one nothing Eagles. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shock get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. 
Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service, also your local U-Haul rental provider. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here live as we're about to get to the start in the second inning here. It'll be, for us, the Eagles, Belonsky, Boyles, Urban, O'Brien. Just got an update, Jerry. Uh, top of the first inning, two outs at Wilson. Extra leads one nothing. Hey, now, hey, now. Who gave you that score? Uh, that one was from uh, John Weller, Luke Weller's father. Okay, excellent, excellent. So you're going to personal sources. Here. I am going to personal sources and the dads of players that I know, yes. And uh, by the way, John Weller, owner-operator of Weller Landscaping and Stone. You go right ahead and plug him. You go right ahead. Say a little more. <laughs> I have to get a number for him, but you can look up Weller Landscaping uh, and Stone. Uh, the best in Exeter. John Weller, graduate of Exeter, 1988. There's another pitch. I want to say off-speed pitch, but it's not an off-speed pitch. It, it's it, not. It is the pitch. Uh, so <laughs> Sasha ahead here, 2-0 and as she steps back in uh, here at the bottom of the second inning. Null to the wind to pitch. That's going to be up in the zone. 3-0 for Sasha Belinsky, the Eagles' third baseman. And she'll probably be taking here. And again, a good chance here to get your, your, your timing set here. If this is a strike, come back and hit the next one. Chance with no pressure. Swing here. Take a look at it. See it come in. That's going to be up too. And so Belonsky draws a leadoff walk here to start the bottom of the second inning. Yeah, that is the second walk for the Eagles today. And that'll bring up the first baseman, the freshman, and the second pitcher the Eagles have, uh, Cheyenne Bowles. Bowles from the left side. First pitch is up in the zone. And again, a lot of the same pitch here. Again, the pitch is, is a slow drop ball, if you will. Um, just got to wait it out and, and you know keep your hands back, as we talked about. Here comes the 1-0 offering. That's going to be called a strike. That crosses out the letters there. One and one to Cheyenne Boyles. So, Mike, I'm loving the extra production that they're putting in for the game today. There's music in between innings. I did notice that myself. That was great to see in here. Would love to see it regularly. And I, sh I think it probably just comes down to something. has to be able to, someone there to do it at all times and know when to cut it off. As we get a pass ball here, uh, making it two and one to Boyles, but moving up to second base is Sasha Balonsky. So another runner in scoring position here for the Eagles. No one out. Here comes a 2-1 offering. That's going to be up in the zone. Runs the count to 3-1. and one. So a good chance here for uh, Boyles to drive a run here. She gets a strike to hit. Again, the outfield not particularly that deep here. There's a drive out to left field. That's going to hit the ground. Cut off by Missimer. She misplaced the ball. It lays on the ground there. Boyle's going to second base. She's in there with a stand-up single in the air and scoring from second base with Sasha Belinsky. But the center fielder, Missimer, got to the ball, knocked it down. And then both girls just looked at it like, are you going to pick it up or are you going to pick it up? As it laid on the ground, the extra runners kept on running. So not sure we can give an RBI there to Boyle's, but we will give a run scored to Sasha Belinsky. And now, again, runner on second base. There's a ball fisted over third base. Fair ball hit behind inside the line behind the bag. So fair ball there for Morgan Herb as she 
fists went over the third baseman's head. So we've got runners on first and second now. Nobody out. Now that'll bring up the sophomore, Mackenzie O'Brien, playing left field today, as we'll get a courtesy runner um, for the Eagles at first base. As this is Alexis Turner, uh, number 17. So she will run for Herb. Mike, that previous play in the outfield, it's like the center fielder and the left fielder were going, oh, after you, no, after you. Here's a fly ball, hits shallow center field, coming in as Mismer. She makes the grab. Nice. Back to the bags are both runners, so we have one out here on a fly ball to center field. So O'Brien's down on the fly out to center for the first out. That'll bring up the senior, number six, Kayara Omeda. Omeda playing second base, and she's been plugged in that spot. Talking to Coach Kasner last week, he she will be the second baseman from here on out. Ball in the dirt. Blocked by the catcher for the Mules, um, Carly Lefevre. No runners move up there. I think she blocked it more with her bare hand than her glove in that instance. Whatever gets it done, Mike. Yeah. So Kiara steps back in. One of those to count. There's a swing right Oof. over top of it. And again, the the amazing part here is the Eagles just can't time this pitch, and, and again, once they do, the ball's gonna start rocking, but we've gotta get ourselves timed here. Another swing and a miss by Almeida. She's behind the count, one and two. You know, you practice all the time hitting fast pitching, fast pitching, fast pitching. You know, no one practices hitting slow pitching. Yeah, and maybe it's it, it's it, it's a function of how much scouting do you get. Strike three looking. Wow. Almeida goes down looking for the first strikeout for Knoll here in the afternoon. So two outs, two runners on for the Eagles. They got one run across, hoping to get two across here. Haley one for one on the day. Singled her first at bat, stole two bases, and scored the first Eagles run on a pass ball. Here comes the first pitch, down in the dirt. Spiker, the senior shortstop, done a nice job in both at the plate, hitting over 500 and playing her position at shortstop all season long here for the Eagles. One of the captains looks the bun on, pulls back as the ball is high, 2-0. If I'm Haley here, I'm ripping. I got a runner in scoring position, two outs. I'm not looking to bun here. I'm looking to drive this ball somewhere. Let's go for it, right? Nope, she's going to bun her way on again. No chance there. And there's another infield hit for Haley Spiker. So that'll bring up Taylor Menser, the senior center fielder, another one of the tri-captains here for Exeter. She flew out the left fielder first time. So three hits so far for the Eagles, all singles. Three batters on base, three runners on base right now. Mentors a fly ball, Whoa. deep left field, it's gonna hit off the wall, hits at the base of the wall, two run score. Here comes Spiker around third, she'll score. Bases clearing double for Taylor Menser, and the Eagles now have jumped out five to nothing here against the Mules. So three RBIs there for Taylor Menser in that three run double. Great job by Heli Spiker to sprint around the bases to score that fly ball that hit off the base of the wall in the air. So now, Elena Zatorski comes in. Zatorski steps back in. There's a ground ball to short. 
Shortstop Fields fires across. Wolf makes a third out of the play, a third out of the inning there to end it, but not before the Eagles cross four runs here on four hits. They leave one on at the end of two full. It's 5 nothing Exeter. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. (sighs) Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back after a big second inning for the Eagles as they played it four runners there in the bottom of the second inning. The big blow coming by the center fielder, senior Taylor Menser, with a three-run double clearing the bases here as now Morgan Herb has a big lead, and we've switched pitchers now. Now pitching is Cheyenne Boyles as she comes in here in the second inning to get some work in. There's a ground ball down the third baseline, out of the reach of Sasha Balonsky, but it's a foul ball. So for the Eagles, Herb went two innings, struck out four, and gave one hit. Again, depending how long this game goes, she may not be in, in line for the for the win as there's a ball fisted out to second base. Almeida quickly over to Herb, and we got one out here in the first in, uh, in the third inning. And I wonder if this is kind of part of the plan coming into this today. If Coach Kasner knew he was going to go to Boils early on as stepping in is the opposing pitcher Sammy Knoll here in the bottom the top of the third inning with one out. Okay, Boils down and away gets Knoll to swing at it. She's heading to count 0 and 2. So Boyle's toast rubber again. The lefty strides back, fires forward. A little off-speed pitch, strike. Three called on the outside corner. So there's two down here. That is the fifth strikeout so far for Eagles pitchers. As I said, Morgan Herb had four, and now Boyle's picks up her first here in the top of the third inning. So with no one on and two outs, that'll bring up the, the center fielder, Missimer, who singled her first at bat. There's a ground ball right to... First base, Morgan Irvin picks it up and 
Xers out of the inning very quickly. One, two, three for Cheyenne Boyles in her first inning of work. We're through two and a half. It's Exeter five, Muhlenberg nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. We said Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back to the action here, bottom of the third inning. And that'll bring up the catcher, Taylor Knob. So, Mike, I texted you and Darren the other nights and told you that I'd met Exeter Nanny. You did say that, yes. Exeter Nanny, who we met, mention uh, all the time on our baseball broadcast, the grandmother of Nick Sider. Yes. So nice to meet one of the uh, listeners. I heard... You and Darren talked about that a little bit the other night during the Muhlenberg game. Yep. And uh, so it was nice to see. I'm not sure how thrilled she was when you guys said that uh, he should have caught that pop-up at first base. <laughs> that was in foul territory. And I, I heard you kind of go back to it and say, well, Darren, he was right there, wasn't he? He should have caught it. And Darren's kind of like, uh, yeah, <laughs> he should have <laughs> So I, I don't know if Extra Nanny will be listening again or not. We'll find out. She, uh, the, the funny thing is that, that we were at the township meeting the other night and she, uh, she recognized my voice. So that was different. Well, there you go. So put a, put a face to a voice. You hear that, exactly. but how often do you actually hear it? Actually, it's true. Exactly. So the 2-1 offering to Knob is low. She's ahead in the count now, 3-1. and one. I believe the scientific principle involved in is that... Uh, Memory triggers are smell, sound, then sight. There's a shot to left field. It's going to get over the head of the left fielder. Smith, ball rolls to the base of the wall. Knob in the second base with a stand-up double. As Smith quickly gets it in from left field, but not before the leadoff double by Exeter's catcher, Taylor Knob. So there's a nice job of hitting 3-1 count, looking for a pitch to drive, and she did just that. They'll put a courtesy runner in for her. Courtesy runner. I could not see the number going in, so I do apologize. It may have been Alexis Turner, but I'm not sure. So stepping in now is the third baseman, Sasha Balonsky. 
Belonsky walked her first at bat. There's a balk. So, yep. Uh, let's see now. The umpire's waving did off. Did he call he or not? He did not call. I think he said he called time. So. Okay. There's a ball up in the zone. So again, count here is one and zero. It was not a balk. The umpire said he had called time. There's a swing and a foul ball at the plate. So Belonsky evens her count at one on one with the foul tip at the plate. Again, nobody out. Lead off double by Taylor Knob on second base right now. Here comes the one one offering. That's going to be up and out of the zone. Two and one now to Eagles. Third baseman as the ball is quickly overthrown, gathered by the second baseman for the Mules, Bree Orantes, and she gets the ball back. And now we're kind of throwing the ball all around the infield here, but no, no movement. So counts two and one here to Bolanski. She steps in with with a courtesy runner on second base. Said as soon as I get that number, I'll let you know who's the courtesy runner for the catcher Taylor Knob. There's a pop up, going to go foul down at third baseline. That levels the count at two and two here on extra third baseman, Sasha Belonsky. So Mike, here on senior night, uh, are we gonna call it night? I, I mean, are, are we going with the tradition, the concept? Senior afternoon? Senior, senior day, senior day. They have a great display here of the... Uh, Go, Sasha. Let you make the call. Oh, ball high, full count here to Belonsky. Of the, the, the graduating uh, of our seniors, pictures of them uh, pasted on the fence. That's a ball hit in the left field, but it's going to be caught by the left fielder, Aaron Smith. That'll be the first out here in the inning as Belonsky's retired. One out here, as that'll bring up now the pitcher. I'm not sure what the umpire is calling about when to start pitching when not. I think that's what he's talking about. But that'll bring up the pitcher, Cheyenne Boyles. Go ahead, Jerry. Sorry. And the uh, their numbers in balloons kind of stuck through the fence. Is that what that is? I think those are Dixie cups. Those are Dixie. cups? I think cups. those are white Dixie cups. I see it now. Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's very inventive. But uh, let's call it balloons. It sounds better that way. Yeah. Th so they're balloons that you could use to drink from. Ground ball hit to the shortstop Wolf. She makes the play, but moving up on the play. is the courtesy runner, number seven, Abby. So with two outs now, runner in third base. <laughs> we don't have her in the... Uh... She's not in his original roster, no. Okay. So we have a sign up here that somebody made, help the ALS fight. And, and that goes back for Dave Hangen, who was the, the girl softball coach who passed away from LA, ALS. The thing um, this weekend. Yeah, they had the tournament, JV tournament this past weekend. And uh, so, again, Dave Hangen still uh, remembered here by many of the girls that played for him. There's a fly ball left field Don't off drop. the bat of Morgan Herb. It, oh, and another mm -hmm. nice play by Aaron Smith, as that is the third out of the inning. Did she make all three putouts? Uh, nope, the shortstop made the... Uh, okay. Yep, so fly out here to left for the third out of the inning. At the end of three full, it's Exeter 5, Muhlenberg nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. And now, back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here for the top of the fourth inning. Cheyenne Boyle's first pitch is up in the zone to the Muhlenberg shortstop, Leo Wolf. Wolf made one of those three outs last inning, but you were right, Jerry. The um, Aaron Smith, the left fielder for the Mules, has made a number of outs so far this game. And there's a fly ball to right field. Zatorski coming down the line hard. Oh. Dives at the fence, makes the grab and foul territory. What a play, Mike. Great hustle there by Elena Zatorski for the first out here in the fourth inning. And that'll bring up the catcher, Lefevre, for the Mules. Lefevre struck out looking her first at bat. Absolutely reckless and diving for that ball. Yeah, great hustle there by the sophomore, or freshman, I think, in right field. First pitch down the zone to Lefevre. You know, Jerry, we're seeing extras now, number two pitcher, if you will, in, in the freshman Cheyenne Boyles, but you know, she she's a girl, looks like she's gonna be able to do a lot of good pitching uh, as her career goes on here as a freshman right now. Um, she's a lefty, um, good size, a taller girl, throws the ball hard right now, so a lot of good things for Exeter, not just now, but only four seniors are gonna lose off the team this year. Um, again, they're losing a lot of it up the middle when you take your catcher, your shortstop, your second baseman, and your center fielder. That does That is a lot to lose, but again, um, Extra will look to replace them next year. Here's a ground ball down the line again. Backhand up by Belonsky, but foul. But, you know, you bring back Herb next year as a junior. You'll bring, who will be a senior next year. You bring back Boyles, who will be a sophomore. Again, a real strong one-two combination for the Eagles on the mound in the yep. future. So the question then becomes, who do you have in the pipeline for the uh, the shortstop, the catcher. Well, I, I know Elena Zatorski catches as well, and so they can probably move her to short. Uh, I'm sorry, to catch her. Um, but you're right, you know, the job that Helly Spiker does at shortstop and that of center field. There's a ground ball to Spiker, we talk about it. Knocks it down, fires across the field. Nice play right on cue by the Eagles senior shortstop. Knocking that ball down the hole to her right. Fired the ball across the field to get the second out. Um, so real good foreshadowing what we're talking about there. You kind of uh, saw the future there, Mike. Well, and, and we and Coach Castro has to see the future. Who's going to do that next year for him too? And and that is off. not easy. Yeah, uh, Haley had a little bit of a problem with it. Oh, another ball Speaking deep in the down. hole. She fires across. Nice range there by the Mama senior man. shortstop. Deep in the hole is Haley Spiker for the third out of the inning, and that'll end. Through three and a half, it's the Exeter Eagles five, the Muhlenberg Mules nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. 
tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Ah! Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shock ah! get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt. One that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here for the bottom of the fourth inning. Leading it off for the Eagles will be the left fielder, Mackenzie O'Brien. A little bit of an update, Jerry, as you showed me on your media-savvy technology. Uh, Teddy Snyder is in the tiebreak in the first set. They're tied 3-3. Uh, I'm not sure where they're playing today. I think they may be, maybe at why I'm missing, but I'm not sure. So in the first set tied, which, again, he's the underdog going in. He was not the number one seed, so that's great to see he's there. And uh, maybe, you know, break serve and pull out a win there. There you go. I think Tom said Muhlenberg. He was added up to Muhlenberg for that. Okay, okay. Athletic director Tom Legath. There's the first pitch across for a strike to O'Brien. She flew out to center field in the second inning for her first at bat. Eagles have six hits, five runs so far in the day as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Four of those runs are earned. You know, the, 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 these pitches almost almost look like slow-pitch softball coming in sometimes. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if there's an arc rule in, in fast-pitch softball, but that's got to be close to the arc rule right there. Swing out over top of that pitch is O'Brien, and it's one and two. And she steps in here as the leadoff hitter here in the fourth inning. Comes the one-two delivery. There's a line shot in the left field. It's going to be a base hit. Cut off there by the center fielder, Missimer. And on the single is Mackenzie O'Brien. Nice level swing right through. Good solid contact on that line drive. Uh, picked off there by the center fielder, Missimer. That'll bring up the senior second baseman, Kiara Omida. Almeida swings and fouls it off of the plate. Handed the count. 0-1. She was a strikeout victim her first at bat. The ball dropped in and she just kind of watched it go by for her first at bat. So I'm sure she's going to get three swings here if she gets them. It was that timing issue, right, Mike? Absolutely. And there's a fly ball out the left field. Smith makes the grab and one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. So again, for the left fielder, Aaron Smith, she's had a busy day here so far for three and a half innings. That'll bring up the speedy Haley Spiker, shortstop for the Eagles. <laughs> I stole that from Jerry today, if anybody wanted to know. Speedy Spiker. I guess I have to say that three times real fast, but 
First pitch off and running is O'Brien, and she's safe with the stolen base. How about the Speedy O'Brien? Yeah, Speedy O'Brien on the stolen base as well. There you go. So first pitch to Haley was a ball up in the zone. Again, another runner in scoring position. She has bunted her way on twice today with two beautiful bunts down the third baseline. That pitch is up in the zone. 2-0, and, and again, not looking to bunt here, it looks like. I'd like to see Haley rip one here and let her speed get her all the way around the bases. Mike, the Nats must be horrific down on the field. Keep seeing players swatting in front of their face. I, I think we're, there's a line drive off the pitcher's foot. It's going to trickle into right field. Rounding third, heading for home is Mackenzie O'Brien, and she will score. Overthrow to the pitcher. Oh, they... they she wasn't watching. Oh, the umpire called time. Ball was still in play. What is this about? He walked to the mound. Nope, he called time right away before the ball came in. He, he shouldn't have called time. Nope. The, uh, the ball was still in play, but the umpire did as that ball from Spiker hit the pitcher in her foot, caromed out to right field. Uh, but that's going to be an RBI single for Haley Spiker. Was he checking on the pitcher to see that she yeah, was okay? That, and now, again, I understand the situation here, but he should not call a dead ball timeout until the ball is secured and stopped. Right. Right. And so, but again, it's a 6 nothing lead for the Eagles. And so, again, he's probably just saying, Coach, you know what, I want to check on her safety. Um, and now Taylor Mentor steps in. Mentor doubled her last at bat. She takes the first pitch over for a strike. Spiker goes on this pitch, my prediction. All right, Jerry putting money. Two to one odds here, Spiker going on this pitch. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Plus 350. And there she goes. She will get the stolen base. And Jerry wins $100. Who After pays me? Tom McGaff, I guess. <laughs> the text Tom. and said, Ask him, how's Teddy Snyder doing? And you owe me $100. I, 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 Spiker was... Plus 350. I, I bet it for 100. There goes Spiker again. She will steal third wow. base, her fourth stolen base of the day. Second time today she did that. Let's see if a pass ball comes this way now as it's 2 and 1 to the senior center fielder, Taylor Menser. Extras push one across so far this inning. Spiker's in scoring position. Nope. She thought about it, though. She did think about it, but. And it backed off. And now 3-1 here to Menser. She will look to drive this ball if it's in a zone. Great opportunity here for Eagles to get a run. As a 3-1 pitch to the center fielder, Menser. Here it comes. Oh, ground ball down third baseline. Fair ball. Gets past the left fielder as well. Menser rounds second base. A little bit of interference there. Right? Yeah, a little bit of interference there. The second baseman had the base blocked. Taylor should have run right into her. Just just run her over and keep on going. But another RBI double for Menser. She drives in her fourth run of the day. It's her second double. And there's a shot out to left field. Smith makes the grab, running to her left. And again, another nice catch there by the uh, left fielder, Aaron Smith. It's the second out of the inning here. And that'll bring up the catcher, Taylor Knob, who doubled her last at bat as well to lead off the third. 
So two runs across here for the Eagles. They've got one in scoring position with two outs, and the catcher, Taylor Knob, steps in. Noel delivers. Menser, pretty big secondary lead, but she's not going to go on the ball. That kind of trickles away from the catcher, Lefevre. 1-0 here is the count to the Exeter catcher, Taylor Knob. And here comes the 1-0 delivery. There's a ground ball past the third baseman again, down the line. Mentor's going to stay right there. Again, I, I'm not sure why Coach Kasner didn't try and send her there. But first and third, two outs for the Eagles. So we'll get a courtesy runner again for Knob. Number seven, Abby. Thank you. So two outs, first and third for the Eagles here in the bottom of the fourth. It's 7-0 Exeter. Looking to cash in and get a few more across here. Balonski swings. Line drive, left field. One run will score. So Balonski lines an RBI single in the left field as Exeter plates their eighth run of the game so far. And that'll bring up the pitcher, Cheyenne Boyles. First and second for the Eagles. Boyles bats on the left side. She's one for two today with a single and a ground out to short. Yeah, and that's a pitch that kind of gets up in the zone. Kind of have to ask yourself, does that not uh, break the arc rule in, in fast pitch softball? But we'll find out. So well, I'm not calling it. Well, I gave time when the ball was in play too. So <laughs> two and zero. He's a kinder, gentler ump. What do you think? Possibly. Update from West Lawn. It's 1-1. Exeter Eagles and the Wilson Bulldogs after two. As the ball fisted out of play to the left side. Runs the count to 2-1 and one on Cheyenne Boyles. So Exeter has pushed three across so far here in the fourth. Boyle's looking to drive in another run here. There's a ground ball hard to the second baseman. Nice play there by the second yeah. baseman, Bri Orantes. And the 4-3 goes to the final put out here in the fourth inning. But not before the Eagles score three runs to push it to 8-0 Exeter after four full innings. We'll be back right after this with the top of the fifth inning. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills set. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. 
protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. It's the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here for the top of the fifth inning. New pitcher for the Eagles is the underclassman, Mackenzie O'Brien, taking the mound. Moving the left field is Cheyenne Boyles. And so, again, we've got Herb at first, Almeida at second, Spiker at short, Balonski in left, Boyles in, I'm sorry, Balonski at third, Boyles in left, Menser in center, and Zatorski in right field. And there's a fly ball, shallow center field coming in hard. It's going to fall for a base hit. So that ball hits the ground here for a base hit. Just in front of Mentra, she short hopped it. So that is the third hit for the Mules today. That'll bring up the right fielder, Lily Ray. Ray struck out her first at bat. And O'Brien, again, another freshman who throws very hard, right-handed pitcher. as She came in here in the fifth inning. Mike, I was just giving some information. Ground ball. Knocked down by Mills. She tags one runner out. Okay, so they're going to call fielder's choice there. And no out. Ball was knocked down by Almeida. She did not make the tag and runner cruise going from first to second. Yeah, it would appear not. And so first and second now on the fielder's choice. So stepping in now is, I'm sorry, right, that was uh, Loya Kona who hit that ground ball there. This is Ray here, first pitch by Mackenzie O'Brien, right past her for a strike. I'm sorry, Jerry, what were you saying? I was just handed a note. Morgan Herb is sitting on 92 strikeouts for the season. If she pitches on Wednesday against Wilson, she could break the century mark. That would be awesome. Really would be. She added four more today in her two innings of work. She probably could have gotten it today. Uh, but again, I understand Wilson um, is a much bigger game. Um, and that is on the 4th. So that's Wednesday, yeah. Yep. So they've got Wilson, Downingtown West, a game we'll be doing on Thursday. And then um, Wilson, that fr I'm sorry, and then Dan Boone that Friday. We are covering that game too. Which Wednesday, game? Wednesday, Wilson. Wednesday. The Wilson game? You and Darren have that game? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a swing and a miss. And so O'Brien gets her first strike out in the first out of the inning here. We'll bring up the second baseman, Bree Orantes. Orantes uh, came in for her first at bat in the third inning to face the first batter for Cheyenne Boyles and grounded out to second base. Ground ball here could be a double play. So one out here, runners on first and second. It's 8 nothing Eagles. There's a swing and a miss right by her. And again, we talked about Boyles, but again, O'Brien throws the ball very well as well. You're not gonna, uh, you're not gonna have a bad result if that's your pinching combo. Yeah, I'll say, and you have them at least for a year, and the, and the two younger girls you have for three more years. Yeah. 
There's a fly ball out to right center field. Zatorski is going to make the catch in right field. No tag by the batters. Other runners, sorry. So we're going to get fly out there to right field for the second out. That'll bring up the pitcher, Sammy Knoll, who struck out her first at bat. So after a little concern here with runners on first and second, nobody out, O'Brien will be able to see her way out of this inning with an out here. And she'll be facing the nine-hole hitter, Sammy Knoll. There's a ball up in the zone. Good velocity, though. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the JV girls and the junior high girls have kind of moved themselves closer to the dugout, sitting on the bank here. They started right next to us, and now they've moved closer. That is interesting. And so a snap throw by Knob to first base as Loyal Kona got back in time, but advancing to third base was Cruz. So good base running there by Kai Cruz to take third base. So now first and third, two outs. That ball's up in the zone. Two and one on Null. Tells me they may be tired of hearing us, Mike. Who's that? The movement of the JV team. Yeah. <laughs> As the ball it skips past Knob. As Loacona moves up to second base. Now runners on second and third. So takes the force off, which is what you did not want to happen on the ground ball. You still have the option to go to second or first base. So now any ground ball has got to go to first base. And outfield's shooting for home here. 8-0 right now. Two outs. 3-1. Ooh. That ball is down in the zone. But Mackenzie O'Brien will take it. She'll get the count to full now. 3-2. and two. Two outs, full count, first base open, second and third. Here comes the pitch. Strike three, look, uh, she got her. Good job closing that out and closing out that inning. So for the Mules, one hit. They leave two on base. No runs across, no errors for the Eagles. At the end of four and a half, it's 8 nothing Exeter. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back here in the bottom of the fifth inning. It's 8-0 Eagles. 
Jerry, if Exeter puts two runs across here, they'll end this game with a 10-run rule after five. So let's, let's hope the Eagles are able to punch some runs across here. End this and get on. That'd be nice. Never want to leave a team hanging around if you don't have to. No, what, why put your pitcher through one more pitch and she has to pitch? Absolutely. So leading out for the Eagles is the first baseman, Morgan Herb. Morgan on the day, one for two with a single and a run scored. She flew out to left field her last at bat. There's a ball high. Noel still on the hill here for the Mules. She's gone four full innings so far, giving up eight runs, seven of those earned, and throw in 11 hits. There's a ball at the end of the bat, foul. Credit to her for sticking in there, not getting down. Fortuitiveness. The Eagles have had at least one hit in every inning so far on their way to 11 hits so far. 11 hits. 11 hits. That ball's up in the zone, two and one. Mike, do we have any errors? For us? Either team. Uh, well, it's pretty error free. The spiker scoring on that pass ball has to be an error because it's okay. an unearned run. There's a line shot in the center field. Nice job by Morgan Irv to get it started here. Um, but outside of that, there was no real error committed. And a pass ball counts as an unearned run. Um, yeah. But not really, not fielding wise. It's been a fairly, a lot of fly ball outs. A lot of fly ball outs. Been a clean game. Yeah. So that'll bring up the pitcher, Mackenzie O'Brien. Mackenzie one for two in the day as well. With a stolen base and a run scored. First pitch inside to her is a ball. So Erb on first base. Comes the offering. Ball is up in the zone, 2-0. So Jerry, if Exeter would end this game right now, O'Brien would get the win. You have to pitch more than half of the game as a starter to get the win, and you have to pitch three consecutive innings as a ball passes there and Herb moves up second base. And you have to pitch three consecutive innings during the game if you're not the starter to get the win, or you have to be the pitcher of record when it's won, when the game is won. And so O'Brien could end this right here. She could. So 3-1 here to O'Brien. Herb on second base, nobody out. Eight nothing here for the Eagles in the fifth inning. And that's gonna be a walk there. So good job staying in her zone was Mackenzie O'Brien. So the Eagles have runners at first and second now. Kara Almeida coming to the plate here. Almeida 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a fly out to left field. Nice chance to get off the schneid here and get an RBI for her. There's a line drive, center field, it's gonna fall for a hit. Runners will move up one base at a time, loading the bases here. So a nice job there by Kyara to get the, uh, the, the single. Now loads the bases. Now the batter is Haley Spiker. Three for three on the day with three singles, three runs scored, as we said before the game started. How she goes, we go. Three times up, three times on, three runs. There's a line drive back up through the middle. One run will score. Coach Kasner holds the runner at third base. And O'Brien, but one run in. RBI single there. Four for four on the day is Spiker. 
And that'll bring up Taylor Mensor with a chance to end this game right now. Uh, let's see, here comes the first pitch. That's going to be up in the zone for a ball. Spiker has been a thorn in the side of many teams this year already. Absolutely. Again, she, she does a lot of things. She slaps the ball. She hits the ball hard. She runs exceptionally well. Uh, she played great defense again today at shortstop. That's yeah, what you need. There's a ball that just crosses at the letters. One and one to Taylor. Again, Taylor back-to-back -back doubles in the second and fourth inning and looking now to drive something as hard as she can, I would imagine. Comes a 2-0 offering. Uh, sorry, 1-1 one, one, one offering. Now it's 2-1. Forecasting again. Yeah. You were forecasting. Well, I'd like to forecast a ball hit deep here to right center field. <laughs> so, again, here comes a 2-1 offering. Oh, popped her up. It's going to be an infield fly rule. The batter is automatically out. No runners can, or runners can advance in their own peril. So there's a fly out to shortstop for the first out. So that'll give it to Elena Zatorski, the right fielder, who's 0 for 2 in a day. And again, chance to break off the schneid here, unless they're going to pinch hit. Let's see if they put a pinch hitter in here. And they are. They're going to... Peyton Siemens will now come to the plate here. So Siemens batting here for Zatorski. Peyton comes into today with really no batting stats, so a chance for her to end it here. There's a ball on the inside to Siemens. She's ahead in the count, 1-0. So again, Peyton Siemens fouls the ball off the plate. Oh, it's not a foul ball. Hit the plate. She evens the count at one and one. Uh, I, even through the headphones, I thought I heard the ball hit the plate. It isn't a dead ball. One and one count here to Siemens. Peyton swings. Ball hit the shortstop. They go to second base. Safe all the way around. There's an RBI and a fielder's choice. That should be the game right there. That's it. Ten nothing. So again, wow, Siemens comes in, gets the RBI and the fielder's choice. Scoring on the play is the winning pitcher, Mackenzie O'Brien, and that'll end it 10-0. As the Eagles plate two across here in the fifth inning with just one out. We'll be back with a wrap after this short break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. 
These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? <gasps> Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shop get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. It's the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back here after a 10-0 victory for the ladies as the Exeter girls softball team defeats Muhlenberg by a score of 10-0 in a 10-run mercy rule after five innings as it went four and a third. For the Eagles today, they got outstanding pitching from Morgan Herb, who pitched two innings today. She had four strikeouts, gave up two hits, no walks and no runs. Cheyenne Boyles came into the third inning. She pitched two innings, had one strikeout, no walks, no hits, no runs. And then at the end, for one inning, Mackenzie O'Brien came into the fifth. She pitched one inning, picked up the win. Uh, she had two strikeouts, gave up one hit, no runs, and no walks. So pitching for the Eagles today, even though the strikeout may not be what we're normally used to seeing with seven strikeouts, no walks is a great thing, and no runs is even better. So great job by the ladies on the mound. Uh, Exeter played solid defense. No errors. Great job there by Haley Spiker at shortstop uh, to make a few plays deep in the hole. Batting for the Eagles today. As we said, the Eagles pounded out 14 hits on their way to 10 runs today. Uh, again, it all starts with Haley Spiker at top of the lineup there. Four for four today. She had four stolen bases, three runs scored. She drove in two runs, and uh, she is the straw that makes this drink go uh, for the Eagles. And, uh, Jerry, we talk a little bit about, you know, senior leadership and all the teams around. We see that right here when you look at Spiker, Menser, um, and, and the girls like that getting out here and doing the things they need to do, not just to be successful today, but throughout the whole season. And, again, Taylor Knob caught a great game behind the plate as another senior captain. Yeah, well, you know, I just said it in the uh, fifth inning. Haley Spiker, pain in the side of every team they played this year. From what we saw, and uh, no different today. She just put her head down and got it done, man. Absolutely, and again, and she sets the table for everyone else, for Mensers, Atorsky, um, you know, Knob. Belonsky, those th two through five hitters, you know, she's putting the pressure on that defense. And I know that's, you're a big thing in, in putting pressure on that defense, and she does that. Gets on base and just puts the pressure on them. Um, so Teddy Snyder lost the first set, but in flight three, I don't think it's Riley Triansky. I'm not sure which Triansky it is. It's, I think it's his brother. Uh, but um, Exeter's Triansky won flight three for the Berks County Championship in boys tennis today. Excellent. Teddy Teddy Snyder lost that that um, that th when he was in the uh, tie break. Lost that first tie break, so he lost the first set. But uh, hopefully he can rebound the second set and get to three sets and see what he can do with it. 
But here today, we had a great game. We had, uh, Mike, how much fun is this to come out on a nice day? A oh, beautiful day today. I, listen, I, I tell you all the time, there's nothing more than coming and watching the young people of Exeter play sports and, and, and do a great job and be successful. And when the weather's nice, it's even 10 times better. Uh, update on that Wilson baseball score between the Eagles and Wilson after three. Exeter leads 2-1. Wow. So, yeah, uh, again, this is a must-win game for the Eagles and uh, certainly hope they continue to go forward as they work to make themselves one of those wild-card teams in Berks 1 and in Berks County playoffs, but also trying to get themselves into a good position for a winnable district game and get them further into the postseason. Um, as we talked about Exeter, girls softball in the postseason right now they're the one seed in Berks County so they'll play uh, with a buy they'll have a buy the first round and then play through that uh, but they'll be the home team all the way through uh, as far as they go in Berks County they're the three seed in district 35a right now so again home team they'll get to host district games here for at least a round or two um, but they'll be the home team. You always have that hammer in the bottom of the inning late in the game, which is the thing you're fighting for. So, again, great job by the girls today to go out. Again, they're supposed to beat Muhlenberg. Let, let's not make any bones about that. They should come out and, and dominate the Mules. Muhlenberg is yep. 1-9 coming in. They're 1-10 going home. And they did exactly what they were supposed to do, our girls did today. They hit the ball. They fielded the ball. They pitched the ball. They ran the bases well. They scored runs, and they shut them out. So our girls did their job today. They did a great job at it. And again, huge week, rest of the week coming up. We've got Wilson on Wednesday, which we'll be covering right here on the ESN Network. We've got Downingtown West, which you and I will be doing on Thursday. And then Friday, they've got Daniel Boone as well. So again, three big games back-to-back -back for our girls. A little warm-up today. But three huge games, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which again, sets them up not just for Berks County playoffs, but for district playoffs as well. Yes, indeed it does. And there's nothing better than controlling your own destiny, Mike, correct? That is absolutely true. And you think about the last three games for the Eagles now, okay? They went out and shut out Reading 14-0. Um, we had them against Hamburg, 8-0 uh, win, and then a 10-0 win today. Uh, they defeated Great Valley 17-4 uh, uh, the end of last month as well. So, again, putting lots of runs on the board, keeping runs off the board for their opponent, doing a great job. Mike, I don't want to throw water on what you just said, but we are not covering the girls' softball game on Thursday. We are covering Mifflin uh, baseball. Exeter Governor Mifflin Baseball on oh, okay. Thursday okay. at Mifflin. Okay. So if you were the one scheduled for that, that's where we're going to be. Okay. Well, I, I don't keep in my head who's going to be where. I don't know. what. Anyhow, we'll figure it all out. All I know is Wednesday we've got girls. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. And that is, I think, you and Darren on Wednesday. Indeed it is. Against, what Wilson. did you say? Wilson. So, and then Exeter boys will be Thursday, then you're saying at at. At Mifflin. At Mifflin on Thursday, yep. Sounds good. And, and as I was saying before uh, about controlling your own destiny, come out here and beat up on Wilson a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, they, they, again Exeter's beat them once, they'll beat them again, and, and they control their own destiny going in. So, again, a wrap here today for the Eagles. Ten runs, 14 hits, no errors. Uh, a dominant 10-run victory in five innings to shut out the Mules. Uh, great job by all three pitchers in Herb. Uh, Boyles and O'Brien and so Exeter runs their record now to a staggering 
12 and 4, and in first place here in Berks County. We appreciate you joining us for today for Senior Day for the girls here for Exeter Softball. For my producer, Jerry Galf, this has been Mike Boyer. Appreciate you joining us. Have a great night and take care. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Softball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter, and Prime Auto Service, 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.